Welcome back to WTMJ Now. I'm, of course, your host, Steve Scafidi. And I always love these visits from my friend, the president of Marquette University, Mike Lovell. You always bring great guests, Mike, and today is no exception. Emily Ratclaw is the director of the On Your Mark program. Welcome to you, Emily. Welcome. So excited to be here. And it's good to see you, President Lovell. Hey. I, I've, we did an event together recently that went very well, so I'm glad to see you up and around. Yeah, great to be here. Absolutely. So let's start with the basics. Emily, what is the On Your Mark program? What does it do for Marquette students? Yeah, so On Your Mark is a college success program designed to support neurodivergent students in navigating the college landscape and culture at Marquette. We work one-on-one with students, providing them lots of support in multiple ways. Um, our one-on-one support is designed to support them through um, executive functioning coaching, mental health counseling, as well as supports from speech and occupational therapy. We also provide peer mentoring, one-on-one tutoring, and career development support. Uh, all of this is very labor-intensive, um, but it's great because we are able to work with our students on average three hours one-on-one a week at scheduled time. And then on top of that, we have planned social events that our peer mentors do with our students. We also have drop-in coaching times. We also have a space that they have 24-7 access to, that students spend a lot of time when they don't want to be in the res halls. Um, what I really like the most about it is that we have done this individualized support and planning that allows students to have the experience they want at Marquette while also feeling super welcome and supported. So how long have you been involved in the program? Fall of 2019. What excites you about the program? Um, it is my other baby. Uh, I've grown it from a very tiny program of just five students to now we have 43 students in the program. Um, we're expanding from not just autism, but to also include ADHD. Um, and as an ADHDer myself, it's really passionate and it's a really big passion of mine to be able to support students in a way that I wasn't supported as a college student. Um, so I'm really excited to bring that to Marquette. When you talk about neurodivergent students, Mm -hmm. what are some of the outcomes you're trying to get to for these students? Oh, yeah, absolutely. We always want students to graduate and have a job. But what's more important for me is that students are living the life they want, and they're the captains of their own ship, so to speak, that they're able to have the professional education and social outcomes that they want. Um, For a lot of our students, this is the first time that they're getting to make those choices that someone else isn't telling them what to do and what to think. Is it a direction that you, you, you kind of send them in a direction? Is it just the extra support? What is the program exactly? Yeah, so the program is really meeting with those students one-on-one and saying, what are the goals you want to accomplish? Um, for example, um, we have, it was just midterms, right? And which means for some students, their schedules change. And for a lot of my students, schedule changes is difficult. So thinking ahead of, okay, how are you going to plan when to get what the paper done? How is it going to work out when you have to have this conversation with a professor? Are all the accommodations in place? Do you understand all the things you need to do, all the many working parts? College is a lot, requires a lot of executive functioning. And when you have ADHD or autism or both, executive functioning is not a thing we're really strong at. How are the students? reacting to this program? Um, for as far as I know, they're loving it. Uh, we keep <laughs> growing every year. Our students, we're really, really, uh, I think one of the best things about our program is that we will continue to evolve and change based on what students are saying and what they want and what they need. So it evolves. It does. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a hundred, like it's student driven. So every semester we're asking students, what did you like? What did you not like? What would you like to see more of? Um, and we're able to really do that. And for President Lovell, you, you, you guys are so great at creating these new initiatives, new programs. For the neurodivergent students, that's a growing number. She, I think Emily said 40-some. Why have you prioritized this program 
on your campus for your student population? Well, you know, part of our mission is to educate students from any walk of life and any background and help them be successful, not only in the classroom, but having them leave our walls and make a difference in the world. And this is just another example of a way Marquette can live out its mission. And when I think about what Emily and her team has done is, you know, taking this population that, that is growing, but really providing support for them you know, to be the best version of, of themselves. And so uh, when I think about where Marquette is today in this space, we're a national model. Other universities around the country look at us and what we're doing and trying to emulate what we're doing. And so that makes me really proud. Again, you think about the reputation of Marquette University, the way that we're really trying to be a difference in the world, this is a great example to point to. You've mentioned that before in some of our earlier interviews, that you're always looking to do some things that maybe other universities or other institutions aren't doing. What drives that? What, like, what is it? What's in your DNA that says that's something we should be doing at Marquette? Well, we have our our, our vision is to be uh, the most uh, innovative and accomplished Catholic Jesuit university in the country. Having programs like this are helping us fulfill that vision of really being someone who is looked at as a leader in the country. President Mike Lovell joining us, also D- Director Emily Ratcliffe of the On Your Mark program. So, Emily, you're growing the program. You started small, and you're up to forty plus students. Talk about the positives and negatives of working with that community on campus at Marquette. Yeah, so um, it's estimated that about 11 to up to the 30% of college students are neurodivergent, so it's a growing need. Um, so unfortunately for me, it's really hard to say no to people, uh, but in order to ensure that our program is has is of good quality, we are having to utilize a wait list as we shore up our professional staffing. Um, and so that's been a negative side of it. Uh, the best part is, though, I think as more and more people on campus hear about us, I get phone calls from professors, phone calls from other universities, phone calls from everywhere on campus saying, hey, we know you have the support. I have this student who I think might benefit. How can you help them? Uh, so it's been really cool to see how well integrated our program is into the university, whereas I think other universities don't have that. I was going to ask you, how rare do you think this is for a, a, a campus, an institution of your size, to have a program like this? There are about 64 programs across the country in total right now. and We are one of just a handful in the Midwest. Uh, we are one of two in Wisconsin, and the closest one in Illinois is at Aurora University. But ours is probably the largest and most comprehensive of all the programs. I can see that you're very proud of the program. I am. That's nice. Uh, For President Lovell, is this something that helps you with recruiting? Emily mentioned there's a growing number of neurodivergent students who can utilize these things. I, I would imagine that's something you could talk about? Well, certainly. This is a population we want to continue to serve and to grow on our campus, but also it also points to the way we take a holistic approach of supporting our, our students. You know, we have the term care personnels, careful whole person. So as with the uh, neurodivergent students, um, non-neurodivergent students, we care for students in the same way. And again, our focus is student success and helping them graduate in four years, but also help them along the way so that they never have crisis since we're always supporting them, you know, whether it's financial, whether it be, you know, mental health, whether it be academic, you know, we're really focusing on that. And so this is just another example of a way we're supporting a certain group of students to ensure that they're going to be successful when they come to our school. And Emily, that means for a lot of students graduation, how has this, this program impacted your second graduating class? Yeah. Our graduation rate is still 100%. And we it also can't get any better than that. Can't get any better. Oh, and we have 100% um, employment rate as well. So that's, that's impressive. That's super impressive and wonderful, especially since the employment rate, um, unemployment rate among neurodivergent individuals is about 80%. You know, everybody's aware of the term autism. 
I don't mm-hmm. think everybody's aware of the term neurodivergent, and, and, and I wasn't, frankly, until I started reading this material. So for the general public, we all, we all have perceptions. We go out of our lives. We, we, we have internal biases. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't even think about them. For the public, their understanding of the neurodivergent community, what, it, what should it be? Like, we're looking at people we wouldn't necessarily know until yeah. we started to have a conversation, Correct. and then, then maybe not even even then. Yeah, so the idea is that everybody's brain just works slightly differently, right? And that rather than looking at those differences as deficits, it's just different, right? Mm-hmm. How Dr. Lovell would approach a problem would be different than how I would. He thinks like an engineer, and I think like a mental health counselor. Um, and while the solutions are different, they're both equally valid and equally important. Um, and just the idea of how our how we communicate with people can be different to be more accessible. It feels like this is the the modern way of approaching our country and our culture and a society, even in the education community, is that we are starting to understand people better and to figure ways out. If the goal is, in this case, graduation, or if the goal is to improve employments mm-hmm. possibilities for people that that have these concerns, this seems to be the logical next step: is to involve them in. The mainstream community, right? Mm-hmm. They're part of that already. They've, they've grown up. They've lived their lives. Now they're going to be educated in a way that gets them to the degree that they pursue at Marquette. It seems like a the right way to approach it. Correct. And all I would say the vast majority of my students are twice exceptional, meaning they are academically gifted and just also happen to be autistic or have ADHD. Why do you think that is? Um, well, the truth is it is very difficult to be disabled and be successful in higher education as it is. And so it takes a lot of resources and a lot of intervention. Um, and about 50% of autistic individuals tend to have higher IQs. So that said, that is just what drives it that way. Um, also, neurospicy people like myself, as I like to you say. You I said neurospicy. Uh, <laughs> hashtag. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll trademark that. I stole it from TikTok. Um, it's the way I was hyperlexic, right? I was reading by the time I was two. I was reading wow. at a college level by the time I was in fifth grade. So these are all just things I can do that are great on its own. But doing that in college, combining with all the other things, just makes it kind of difficult. I can imagine uh, fans and listeners to the program are, that may have a connection to uh, neurodivergent kids or relatives or neighbors are smiling because of what you just said. So that is really the like the not the term is not acceptance, just the understanding that this stuff is big, big stuff. And and professor, professor, I call you professor. Are you a professor? I'm too? a professor too, as well. So, so, so yeah. I wasn't wrong. We'll go no. President level. I just have to give you your right title. This is all part of the, and I've, you and I have talked about this a lot, the, the infrastructure of Marquette. Student wellness, you guys excel at support. I mean, I've yeah. seen it in so, many, in so many ways and so many levels. Why is that such a big deal for you? Well, again, we understand that every, every student is different. And for them to reach the potential and be successful, they need individualized care. And so we need to provide an infrastructure that allows them to grow and for us to interact with them within a way that helps them personally. And and one thing I'm really you know excited about the work Emily does, you know, we actually just opened a new space for them. Uh, again, it was designed by the students themselves so that they can be successful. And, and Emily can talk a little bit about the new space. But when I went and toured, I was so excited because I could see the students' fingerprints on the space and it's going to allow them 
To, I mean, we're already at 100%. It's going to allow them to even excel even faster. Tell us about it, Emily. What's the new space like? Well, the new space is fantastic. It's so much more wide open, and so they've divided kind of the spaces into one space where they can have more quiet hangout, do your homework time, and another place they call it this part, the party spot, um, <laughs> where there's room for karaoke, video games, puzzles, board games, um, general shenanigans. There's also snacks because I'm a mom and I like to feed people, um, and college students are hungry, yes. so... Mm-hmm. Um, snacks and it's just the fact that they can go there and they know um, four nights a week there's going to be someone there maybe doing homework or there is a watch party for whatever reality TV show is popular now or a video game tournament happening. It's amazing. Sounds like a, a great setting. So I always like to do some fun stuff and I know you have a dog. I do. Raven is your is the name of your dog. Tell us about Raven and what she brings to the campus for the students. Uh, Raven is the best good girl in the whole world. Um, she has actually been part of On Your Mark before she was born. Uh, the students knew we were getting a dog and they said immediately, well, can she come to work? And I was like, Probably. Let's do it. So Raven is an Aussie doodle. She's been coming to Anya Merck since she was nine weeks old. And she's very different with every student. She's really in tune with whoever need, who what they need, right? So there's one student who she goes bounding across the room for and will jump in their lap and sit there and just wait for them to snuggle her. And then there's other students where she'll just kind of slowly like wiggle over to and let them gently pet her when they're ready. Nice. Um, but it's also great to have a great just campus personality we have bigger than mine um that they get to see walking around like oh can we pet the dog why is she here and so well that's amazing um i always like to again end on a fun stuff so this is even this is more relevant because it's fall right Mm -hmm. although it may seem like winter this week um so for president level fall favorite fall activity besides Uh, running yeah well i first of all i love fall i love the uh the cool uh, the cool temperatures, particularly when the sun's out. Uh, one of my favorite things to do every fall is, is to pick apples. You know, and my my wife is great at making apple pie and making cobbler and other things. So it's always fun to go out and, and pick apples and and uh, really enjoy what is a, a great activity here in Wisconsin. Quick story about that. I know we're we're pressed for time, but my my youngest granddaughter uh, Charlie went apple picking for the first time and. According to my daughter, Chrissy, she took a bite of, of about 50 apples in the orchards. <laughs> I don't know if they were appreciative of that or not, but yeah. that's a kid being two years old. Yeah. Emily, how about you? Favorite fall thing? Oh, I think watching my kid do his thing with his friends outside, whether they're doing trick-or-treating or playing basketball um, or just other shenanigans, and then watching Raven chase the squirrels in the backyard. i got to meet Raven. Raven sounds interesting. Yeah, she's a, she's a celebrity on campus. I want, I want to thank you guys. President Mike Lovell, always great to see you. And as we do a monthly conversation, and for Director Emily Ratclaw on your Anya Mark program, we got to talk about this again because this is amazing. And I know the listeners will probably have a million questions for you, so we'll, let's let's revisit this. Absolutely. You're listening to WTMJ now.